marketers are marketers worst customers. <laughs> like you don't want us buying from you because you know that they're going to figure out every way possible to just, it, we're the couponers. We're the modern day couponers. That's basically what it comes down to. So. Sip, create, repeat. A podcast providing marketing strategies you can consume over a cup of coffee. Welcome back to another episode of the Sip, Create, Repeat podcast. Today on this podcast, we have Julia, Alicia, Pat, and myself. And we're going to be talking about why your offer is killing your business. So before we get into that topic, let's go ahead and just kind of touch on our marketing news for June 8th, 2021. Julia, what do you have for us? Yeah, so in big news, on June 7th, so yesterday, Apple held their Worldwide Developers Conference, and it took place virtually. Uh, if you missed it, you can watch it on their YouTube channel. I definitely recommend checking it out. It's packed full of some super cool information. Um, some of the stuff we wanted to talk about really was the marketing side of things, and they announced a whole bunch of new features that will be kind of changing the way that marketers will be able to use some of their tools. Um, so one of the big things is that you will no longer be able to track open rates for Apple emails. So the mail app will be kind of disabling their tracking pixels where you won't be able to find like when and where people are opening these emails and they're planning to add a feature to the mail app that will allow the users to mask the IP address and prevent senders from knowing kind of just what I said like when they'll be opening an email uh, so that's kind of a, a big one for us I know Chris has some strong feelings about that one <laughs> <laughs> I'll touch on those after we get through this segment <laughs> um, another one coming is you'll be able to split test your copy in the App Store so you'll be able to test videos, preview screenshots, and different app icons, and change the text on those images, and just test that copy uh, before you get sent out. Uh, another one coming is you'll be able to promote in-app events, such as your live streams, your movie premieres, um, live competitions. And this will all be in a section in the App Store called Events You Might Like. Uh, so in-app events will be featured in the Apple's App Store homepage. So you'll be spending a lot of time, it seems like, in <laughs> like the App Store, which is not something I usually do. I don't know about you guys, but seems like it's going to start happening. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one that we kind of just wanted to mention was Safari will be getting an update on the iPad and the iPhone. Uh, it will be getting some browser extensions. So this will be creating just a massive distribution channel for developers and marketing. Um, think of how many you already have uh, on, installed on your browser, and there's going to be more. So. Yeah, I think of like Honey and Rakuten, right? Like, it, it, there's part of me that's like, hey, it would be nice if I could have access to some discount codes. Um, <laughs> but also, is it going to be really annoying with like the pop up that comes up? Because sometimes when I'm browsing, and if I have the intention of just going online and just browsing, uh, the the pop up is very annoying to me. So who knows? We'll see. Thank you, Julia. Thank you for all of that awesome info from WWDC. Alicia, do we have anything else to cover? We do. So in a recent episode, I updated everyone on the most popular auditory-based networking service called Clubhouse. Uh, it just recently <laughs> opened up to Android users, and they're starting to roll out that just 
open, everyone can get it, no invite needed is also coming, right? So it drops for Android, within a week, one million people are signed up. With another week, two million are signed up. A week later now, we're already at four million people on an Android device using Clubhouse. So this just tells you again, don't underestimate some of these platforms just because they ain't your thing. Um, you know, I know a lot of people weren't so sure about it at first. It was just a lot of talking, a lot of notifications. The notifications still get me every single time. But I, I still think, you know, Clubhouse has a, has a purpose. It's, a, it's providing a service for people, especially during this pandemic where um, networking became very, very difficult and no one wanted to be on Zoom anymore. So they were happy to be in their yoga pants and their sweatpants and just having to talk instead of having to look presentable at the same time. So um, mm -hmm. I still think, you know, it'll be interesting to see how these numbers continue to increase if they continue to increase at rates like this. But yeah, only three, three weeks in and look at what they're doing on Android. It's really interesting. It is, it is interesting. So just to touch, touch base back on Julia's point earlier about Apple uh, killing off tracking in the mail app, there's only a couple of ways that you can actually uh, track whether an email marketing campaign is successful or not. And open rates are one of those, one of those metrics. Opens and clicks are really like two of the metrics that you measure and you look at the most. And so with Apple getting rid of some of this capability inside the mail app for that, that is concerning as a marketer. I will say that email is still going to continue to be one of the best ROI positive efforts that you can make. But much like Facebook ads on the digital ad side, your attribution may kind of, your, your numbers may get really messed up from this. So it's going to be interesting. I, I love Apple so much, but man, WWDC lately has all of a sudden been like this ticking time bomb if you're a marketer. Last year, they announced the whole app tracking transparency, uh, you know, crazy thing that, that just finally rolled out, you know, almost a year later. Uh, and then now they announced this and, and the kicker is they're not going to give us timelines really or any information or data as to when this is going to happen and how we can uh, plan for it in advance. So it's going to be very interesting if you're a marketer or if you run your own marketing efforts, uh, just be sure to keep an eye on it and, and make sure you watch uh, to see if all of a sudden opens and clicks just kind of fall off a little bit. Uh, that might just lead you to believe that those people are on and using the actual mail app. Cool. So I think now let's, you know, dive into kind of our main topic for today, which is, you know, why your offer might be killing your business, right? Everyone thinks, uh, you know, providing some sort of offer, running a sale is what's going to help keep, uh, keep them afloat and getting sales coming in the door. But uh, is that actually true? Uh, man, it's so hard when you when you have whether it's a brick and mortar store or you have an online store. And we're going to speak specifically to online stores, really. Uh, you know, you, you launch your online store and then you're just kind of sitting there, right? You like watch your little, your little Shopify like stats thing and you see when people are coming and you're like, oh my gosh, no one's ordering, no one's ordering, no one's ordering. And you have this anxiety, you just invested all this time and money into building this store. And so the very first thing that people tend to do is I'm going to run a sale. I'm going to run a discount because that'll get people in, right? But it is a slippery slope. I do think you know, that there are, you know, tactics that you need to take and you need to take it a little bit slow with, with the discount offers. And I, I do think that you can run too many discounts. I think you can be way too aggressive and you can run too many sales. And then, uh, you know, I, I think 
the, the on the flip side of that, people are going to get uh, used to you running sales and they're going to expect it going forward. So that is what you don't want. You don't want people to only buy from you when there's a sale uh, because of the fact that they're just, they're, they're sitting there waiting. Okay. If, you know, any day now I'm going to get an email from, you know, this company because they're going to run a sale sometime soon. So, um, you know, I think, Pat, do you think though that a store, an online store specifically should always have like some sort of sale or offer going, uh, you know, in their, you know, marketing efforts? I mean, I think, you know, one of the big keys there is I say yes, because I do think like there's I, we like a lot of us, maybe this is me being in the marketing space and email space knowing like, Hey, if I get an abandoned cart email and maybe it's like I've been bumped four times and then there's not like the carrot at the end of the stick, right? To say like, all right, we've bugged you four times. We really hope you want this. Like here's a little bit of an offer and it doesn't have to be much of an offer, but those things that are running in your automated campaigns, I think they should always kind of be there and they don't have to be those huge, like 50% off kind of sales, right? Those could be the just little offers to say, hey, like, you know, you've put up with our our efforts to reach out and bump you about this. Like, here's a little reward for doing that. I think the other side of this is when you're thinking about these offers, you know, companies kind of need to, to think about that when they're starting, right? I know I've, I've we've worked with a lot of companies and I've been involved with companies that when you start thinking about what your pricing is going to be going into launching a store or launching a product, you know, you you're you tend to say like, okay, what can I do that is going to be the most appealing price point to get sales? Mm -hmm. But if you're not actually leaving yourself some wiggle room to do these offers, you're just shooting yourself in the foot before you get started, right? Like you have to be willing to say, okay, maybe this is a little higher than what I originally think, but like anything, it's a negotiation with your customers and you're going to start walking that back as you're offering different sales or, you know, you want to be able to offer like maybe once or twice a year having a very large sale that is really going to drive things around maybe like Black Friday, Cyber Monday, or some really big spend holiday. And if, if you haven't planned that into your price point and your profit margins, all of a sudden you can't offer that and you're just kind of stuck. Yeah, I, that's a really great point. Uh, and I think it's something that too many online store owners don't think about. They don't truly understand profit margin. Uh, I mean, factor in the time that you're putting in, factor in your costs that you're paying if you're paying for like a email marketing, you know, uh, app, if you're paying for any recurring marketing services, even if you pay it annually, the way that we break it down internally here is we look at everything at a monthly cost, right? So even if we're paying annually, we still look every month, here's what our costs are. These are our costs to do business. So until you really understand your profit margin, I don't think that you can successfully have good sales uh, consistently because what's going to happen is you're going to say, oh, that 10% off offer seemed to do really well. And then you're going to not run a 10% offer and you're going to say, okay, I have no business. The 10% one did pretty good. I got lots of orders. So I'm going to run a 15% offer now. And you're going to get maybe even more orders. And then you're going to try that same thing. And maybe eventually you get to 20 or 25%. But when you look at the actual profits, and if you have, you know, an accountant or a CFO, they're going to say, yeah, we're getting orders, but we're making significantly less profit because of it. So just be careful of that. Understanding profit margins is the key to running, uh, you know, successful sales and successful offers because, you know, Inc.com Inc. says that it's uh, about five to 10 times more expensive to acquire new customers 
than it is to serve existing ones. So yeah, it is really good. You run some deals, you get some new customers in, but don't forget about them as well when you're when you're running offers. You know, I think a really popular thing that a lot of people do and that we help, you know, clients do is we run offers that are specific to a, a platform, right? We say for email only, the, here's this, you know, $100 off offer. Here's this 20% off offer. It's only for those that are subscribed to the list. We don't run it in ads. We don't put it on social media. And and I think, you know, rewarding them a little bit for subscribing to your business, giving them that offer incentive uh, is really key to helping them feel taken care of, but also you're not shooting yourself in the foot by, uh, you know, missing out and having this high expense in your acquisition funnel. Yeah, I think that really kind of speaks to honestly developing some sort of a loyalty program within your business, right? I don't think you should yeah. be giving the the highest discounts to those people that haven't bought from you or that haven't bought anything. You know, reward those people that have been there for like three, four, five times that they've offered from you. Like those are your loyal mm -hmm. customers. So maybe those should be the ones that are getting the highest offer off. Yeah, that's a really good point too. When we, whenever we run email marketing, we use Clavio uh, as a Clavio partner agency. We we specifically tag people. Now we we usually talk with our clients and understand what how this would be classified. Uh, but we talk with or we specifically tag people based on their buying habits. And and usually the number is like three to four times. We consider them what's called a VIP, meaning we can almost rely on them consistently to purchase anytime we send an email out or that segment of that email list is going to perform like outperform every other segment of their email list every time so uh and and that is one of those things where now that we have it segmented and now that they're tagged yeah if you wanted to run a vip only uh you know reward offer or give them a deeper discount for being so loyal you could or you could use, uh, you know, even like a Shopify app like Smile.io, and there's a bunch of different loyalty programs out there that will automatically track those things for you too. So, uh, although, you know, keep an eye out on that because those tend to typically cost some form of monthly recurring payment. So, again, when you're looking at your profit margins, you need to make sure that you understand uh, that even running a loyalty program can, you know, decrease the profit that you're making on your on your sales. So with that being, you know, with that being said, and I'll turn this over to everyone, uh, are, are, there, are there certain companies that you, you can think of that you will only purchase when you get a discount from them? One. Uh, you know, you specifically wait for that email or that, or that uh, direct mail even. So Alicia, go ahead. Yeah, 100%. So when I um, got the Facebook ad for Fabletics, which is a, a fitness apparel brand, they are, your first pair of leggings are, are two for $24 crazy steal, right? Like, so of course you sign up for the VIP program, no big deal. And you realize very quickly that they're always offering a sale every once in a while. So I could have bought the four pairs of biker shorts that I just bought last month at full price <laughs> from anywhere from 35 to $39 wasn't going to happen, but I knew Memorial day was coming up. So I just sat back a little bit, mm -hmm. sweated a little extra in my cycle class. And all of a sudden, <laughs> all of those biker shorts were half off. So I got them for like 17 bucks each. Way better. I'll use them all the time. Yep. The, the fabric's fantastic. So the quality's there, 
I've just figured out the hack in terms of how do I save on my fitness uh, apparel. On the other side of things, another fitness brand, Lululemon, never, 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 they, they rarely, rarely publicize their sales, rarely. In fact, it's, it's one of those things that they consider themselves a luxury brand in the space, so they never wanna discount their product. So I know that it's, if I want something from Lululemon, I'm gonna have to pay, pay full price, unless I get real, real lucky mm -hmm. In a, you know, at the end of season, which is probably not going to happen. So again, mm -hmm. as you become brand loyal, you start to get to know your companies better. I'm not going to save money at Lululemon, but I'm spending more money over Fabletics. But to the point earlier, if they're probably not making a ton of money off of me in the long run. Right. Yeah. I think it's a really good point. I think, um, premium products, especially like if you're, if you're asking a premium rate for whatever it is that you're offering, but then you're always following it up with a 30% off sale. Like you might want to rethink your offer there. Cause that, that is the, the point to this entire podcast episode. That offer is killing your business because if you have offered that even every other month, then everyone is going to say, I'm waiting for that 30% offer. So you're never going to get that full profit sale, or you're going to get a lot less of those full profit sales. Uh, and, and people are going to wait around until they have that good offer. So what about you, Julia? Are there any, you know, you know, companies that you can think of? Yeah. So similarly, like I used to dance all the time. So when I was mm -hmm. looking for like new point shoes, new leotards, things like that, I was always waiting for the sales. But then moving away from that, I just got recently introduced to this brand of coffee, Chamberlain Coffee. It's by this YouTuber, <laughs> Emma Chamberlain, whatever. She's super <laughs> cool. But I only will buy when she has sales because her stuff mm -hmm. is, it's expensive, but it's really good. Um, and she offers sales. Like when you first sign up, your first, your first purchase will have a 10% off. Or when you sign up for her program, you'll have this off. Um, and then like, there was just a Memorial day one. And then a couple weeks ago, there was like a random Tuesday, like, Oh, here's a sale for a mug. Yeah. Um, yeah. but if there's, they're not happening, then I won't buy it because I know I can expect something which again sure. like we're talking about is not always great but it gets stuck in yeah. your head you know like exactly exactly so pat what about you anything anything come to mind specifically yeah so actually i think mine is kind of on like the one that comes to my head here and it's a, kind of a different example is it's not so much a I, i'm always expecting a sale from them right like i'm not gonna always get like the 20 or 30 percent off but I know that if I like bulk order from them, it's going to include a small percentage off and free shipping. So uh, yeah, I do that yeah. through the one place I like to order juices from, Press Juicery. It's a West Coast company. But yes. like, so shipping out here to the Midwest, I usually say, well, if I'm going to order from them, I'm going to order enough that it is a worth the free shipping. I get a little discount and, you know, I'm going to be mm -hmm. stocked up. So it's more of I'm not ordering all the time because I'm ordering maybe a larger quantity than I normally would. That's because I'm already sure. planning for getting like a free shipping, which knocks, I think, to ship it from the West Coast is like 30 or 40 bucks because it's not yeah. light. Yeah. I mean, it's all liquid. So if you can plan ahead and you're ordering enough there, it makes that worth it, right? It's a it's a big enough discount. Um, that is just for kind sure. of a stand, standing offer, but it does change my like buy cycle. Oh, for sure. It changes your buying habit. Right. And I think that's something that, you know, the, just the other day there was some, you know, I, I tend to just online stores, right? Like I look at them and I try to figure out what, what they're doing, what they're marketing, what their, what their kind of idea is. And there was this like premium clothing brand. And it was like, oh, if you spend over a hundred dollars, you'll get free shipping. 
I added one pair of pants to my shopping cart and I immediately was over a hundred bucks and qualified for free shipping. I'm like, is that the best thing though? Because then it's incentivizing me. I only have to buy one thing and to Pat's point. He's actually spending more. So the average order value is going up significantly, even though he's ordering less often. Right. And if you're running ads or you're running email marketing efforts, you want your average order value to be as high as possible because that's going to give you the, the most ROI for whatever effort that you're currently you know under undergoing so i think one thing to think about is okay am i offering a premium product where if they add one to cart they get free shipping then why are you even offering free shipping because it's not really an incentive it's it's not incentivizing me to do anything other than buy a single product chris i was waiting uh, for so you it, or, i was waiting for you to say that the, that pair of pants was 99.99 and that you had to get to 100 yeah, like exactly that's always the like <laughs> that's the free shipping promo code trap i get caught in every single time is that i have to get yes, to 40 dollars yes. and everything's 35 so that's another, yep, you know, if, yep. if you're going to incentivize, so, right, like make it make sense for your business. Yeah, yeah. Get, get Chris to buy two pairs of pants mm. instead of one, you guys. <laughs> exactly. Or or have have an upsell where it's like, oh, you get free shipping, like like Alicia said, on $130 and over. And the, that pair of pants was 100, 100 bucks. Because then in your, in your cart, you can actually add like, hey, add these popular things. It might be like, a $30 pair of socks, but if I'm 30 bucks away from free shipping, I might add a couple of those random things in there. And again, that's increasing your average order value. And that is the key. So keep that in mind when you're setting pricing, when you're setting profit margins, when you're setting all those things, like Pat said before, you want that flexibility to be able to offer really good offers and not offers where people are just going to be like, well, it's not, I don't know, whatever. Uh, you know, I, I think of homage. I love homage so much. If by chance someone is listening from homage, I apologize for my thoughts on this, but I won't buy unless there's a, unless there's a discount, unless there's a sale running, because I know for a fact that they're going to run them consistently. There, there's always some form of an offer. Now, some offers are a little bit more sneaky than others, right? Like buy one, get one 20% off. And that's buy one shirt, get one 20% off. Okay, do the math. If you're not thinking about it and you're just ready to buy, you think, cool, 20% off, great deal. I'm going to buy two shirts. The marketer in us and, you know, this this group of people understands that that is actually just the same thing as a 10% off discount offer. So, but they're requiring you to spend more money. So they're requiring you to increase your average order value in order to just get 10% off. It's brilliant. It probably works all the time because they run these sales all the time. My guess is it works really well for them. Uh, but yeah, for sure, I won't run, I won't, you know, maybe free shipping or something like that. Like, I'll, I'll, it'll certainly pique my interest. Uh, but yeah, for them specifically, like, I need like a pretty good offer to hop on and, and make a bunch of purchases. And that's, you know, looking at the world through uh, a marketing lens, uh, you know, and I think the, the four of us completely understand that eventually one of these places is going to offer a discount to me because I left a cart abandoned and I do it on purpose. Now I purposely leave abandoned carts in hopes that I get a 10% off or a free shipping or one of those things. So we're giving you the marketing <laughs> biggest secrets right yeah. here in these, in these yeah. few moments, guys. It's really, really exactly. Clutch. Exactly. Marketers are marketers worst 
customers. <laughs> like you don't want us buying from you because you know that they're going to figure out every way possible to just, it, we're the couponers. We're the modern day couponers. That's basically <laughs> what it comes down to. So, <laughs> so yeah, I would say, you know, always run an offer, uh, just understand your profit margins uh, and, and incentivize people to sign up and be new customers and then reward those that are loyal. I think those are all really good points from this episode that hopefully you can uh, run with in your own Shopify or online store efforts. It's such great information. And I, I even just love hearing each of us share our like tips and tricks. Like I know who to go get some juice from now. Thanks, Pat. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you so, so much for tuning in today. We so appreciate your support. If you enjoyed this podcast, this recording, share it with your friends. Give us a follow on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, wherever we're at. At hand, hey, at <laughs> let's try that again. At hey, it's handshake. Um, Facebook, you can find us at handshake digital. Again, thanks so much for the support, and we can't wait to have you back next time.